Hello and welcome to Digital Insights featuring topics from the BoagWorld.com blog. My name is Paul Boag and on this podcast I offer advice on user experience and digital transformation. Today I want to ask an important question. How do you write copy for an audience that hates to read? Because users rarely read an entire web page and that means that we need to adopt a different style when writing for the web, a style that accommodates this lack of attention. If you were reading this blog post, the chances are you wouldn't be reading much of it. In fact, on average, somebody will read about 28% of a web page, and that's not a lot, and it doesn't leave a lot of room to make your case in a compelling way that people remember. And this lack of attention can make writing for the web hard. As I say, in crafting compelling web content, even the best writer can struggle to communicate online. There are a lot of reasons why people pay so little attention online. Reasons such as eye strain or the enormous amount of quality, uh, quantity of material available. But as I explain in my masterclass on encouraging action, one of the biggest reasons is cognitive load. People face so many distractions. They often have a lot of applications running on their computer at any one time with various notifications and pop-ups. And they're also surrounded by distractions such as children, pets, traffic or a noisy office. The higher our cognitive load, the less we read on a page. But more than that, we'll also remember less of what we have read. In other words, if you want people to remember what you have to say, we need to reduce their cognitive load. Now, in my post on cognitive load, I outline lots of ways of reducing cognitive load in design. But what about copy? The best way to write online copy is to approach it as if the reader has some form of cognitive disability. That's because when reading online, they behave as if they have. Mencap is a charity dedicated to giving voice to those who have a learning difficulty. They provide some valuable advice on writing for those with cognitive disabilities, advice that applies to writing online, whoever your audience is. That is because the clearer you write, the more people will read it and the more they will remember. Here are the critical pieces of advice they share, and I recommend we all adopt them when we're writing. For a start, watch the words you use. Use plain language, the kind of words you use in everyday conversation. When you're writing numbers like one or two, write them as numerical values rather than writing them out in full as words. Write in short sentences, including one idea in every sentence, and use active language. For example, write, John loves Mary, not Mary is loved by John. Other than using full stops, use the smallest amount of punctuation possible and use bullet points to break up difficult information. But keep each bullet point simple. Don't turn it into big paragraphs of bullets. Don't use jargon and do not, whatever you do, use abbreviations like don't instead of do not. Don't write too much either. Think about what your reader must know and communicate just that. As the Nielsen Norman group suggests, get to the point, start pages and sections with what people need to know, only then move on to supporting information. And try not to use columns in your design. It's easier to read straight across the page than it is to deal with columns. Keep everything on a subject on a single web page. Don't spread it out over multiple pages um, to encourage people to click. 
when you're using imagery, put pictures next to words that help readers understand what those words mean and use the same image to say the same thing whenever you use it. When pictures and text appear together, make sure the pictures go to the left of the words and words to the right and don't break up your paragraphs with pictures. Also, resist the temptation to put copy on top of pictures and keep your imagery as simple as possible. Also, charts can be challenging to understand, so try not to use them and only use images that actually support the content and help describe it. Images that exist just look pretty increase cognitive load. Also consider your readability. Use sans serif typefaces like Helvetica as they're easier to read than a serif font. Text should be as large as possible. Try to make it at least 14 points and make use of headings um, and ensure that they're clear and that they make sense out of context. Make sure your writing stands out against its background color and words written in white on a colored background are often harder to read. So you'll want to uh, avoid them if at all possible. Having an off-white background color also helps as it reduces eye strain and makes copier easier to read. Now, you should see this advice from MenCap as guidelines for reducing cognitive load. Only if you're writing for those with real cognitive disabilities should you use them as rules that should definitely be applied. For example, on my blog, um, I don't use all of the guidelines. I use a serif font for branding reasons, uh, but I do follow some of the other rules like I have high contrast and I keep sentences short. But the points still stand. By writing as if people have a cognitive disability, you ensure that everyone can take in more of your content. It also ensures that they remember what you've written, and that is good for conversion and good for business.